I want to welcome you to University Chapel today. Our series this semester is two words, here, sent. And it is delight that uh, we welcome back to our pulpit, Bell Michael, CLU's rabbinic intern. It's a special semester for her. She's working on her thesis and will be ordained a rabbi this spring, to which we will have a party on our campus. Couple things. Um, I don't normally make uh, announcements about artists and speakers events, but we have a very special guest coming to our campus this Friday at 7.30, Immaculee, she works for the United Nations. Some of you, how many of you have seen Hotel Rwanda? Terrible, tough movie. Do you remember the scene where these women are in the bathroom? That was Immaculee. That's where she was, and she uh, has a powerful message about reconciliation in the face of grave differences, an important word for all of us to hear. My last announcement, is there are some light snacks today following chapel, a good day to come, so eat and have a little nibble. Let's worship together. We gather as the people of God in this place with boldness and wonder and expectation, we come before God, the God of our birth, the God who names us beloved, the God who calls us into our daily work. In this name, we worship together and give God our praise. Let us pray. Generous and loving God, we come to you in thanksgiving, knowing that all we have and all we are is a gift from you. In faith and love, help us to live with zest and purpose. We're listening. Speak your words into the depths of our souls that we may hear you clearly. We offer to you this day all the facets of our lives, whether it be at home, at work, in our community, or at this university. We seek to be patient, to be merciful, to be generous, to be holy. Give us the wisdom and insight to understand your will for us, and the commitment to carry out our good intentions. We offer ourselves to you as a true act of faith and to reflect our love for you and our love for our neighbors. In your name we pray, amen. reading from the 90th Psalm. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord of our God be upon us and prosper for us the work of our hands. Oh, prosper the work of our hands. A reading from the 43rd chapter of the prophet Isaiah. But now, says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. 
I've called you by name, and you are mine. These are the words of God. Hello, everybody. I want to share with you um, my new revelation, like the book I just discovered. So my sermon is about these books. This is one book, first edition, second edition. Where is God? Looking for God, a poem by Dr. Tamar Frankiel from the book, The Voice of Sarah. Looking for God, blessed is the glory of the Lord from his place. And where is the place of his glory? Looking inward, between the words, in the silence, in the song, in the letters, in the space that opens for us. Where is the space? of his glory? A Hasidic story tells about a rabbi who asked his disciples, where does God dwell? One of his students, who wanted to impress the rabbi, quoted Isaiah, Isaiah 6. Holy, 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 the Lord of hosts. His presence fills the earth. The rabbi was quiet for a moment and then said, God is where you let him in. Most of us long for a special spiritual connection with God. We want to feel his presence among us, to know that he is with us. However, sometimes we wonder, where is God? He is here revealing his presence and speaking directly to us, though in stubble, mysterious ways. Instead of thunder, fire, or burning bushes, he speaks to us through books, nature, friends, and family, guiding us through the desert of confusion and lending, lend, sending us to our vocation. Friedrich Buchner, Presbyterian minister, theologian, and writer, wrote that the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's need meet. What is my deep gladness? What does the world need? What is, what is it that I'm sent to do? I was confused. I had more questions than answers. So I asked God for guidance. And in wondrous ways of the divine, he guided me to find my answer on Amazon.com. <laughs> that is how, when I was ready, I accidentally discovered a book written 23, year, 23 years ago by Dr. Tamar Frankiel called The Voice of Sarah, Feminine Spirituality and Traditional Judaism. This book opened my eyes 
to see God's presence through my life in ways, in ways I hadn't seen before. Being married for 17 years, a mother for 14 years, and a rabbinic student for almost six years now, I never stopped to ponder about the spiritual, godly dimensions of spousal relationship or motherhood. On reading Dr. Tamar, Dr. Frankia's book, I was blown away by the fundamental realization that the act of bearing children is a holy, spiritual act. Motherhood is a manifestation of God's partnership and covenant with me as a woman. Though God promised the covenant to our ancestors, the patriarchs, he fulfilled it through Sarah and Mary. Think about it for a moment. Bearing, raising, and educating children is a holy work. I came to regard my body, body not as beautiful or sexy, but as a sacred, holy tool to praise God and continue his work on earth. No more starvation diets and overworking in the gym just in order to look good. On the other hand, a commitment to working out is a spiritual practice itself by, as well. I discovered God that God is found in marriage, partnership, and friendship. Giving love and affection to my partner is continuation and demonstration of God's love and is a holy act by itself. Taking precious time to listen to a friend complaining for an hour is a response to God's call from com compassion and care. Cooking meals for loved ones and the needy is participating in God's nurturing the world and therefore considered a holy work. I found God not only through prayers and studying Torah, but also in the gym, dancing Zumba, moving my body and literally praising God for the ability to move, to dance. Most of our holy work is done at home through relationship and everyday life, we invoke the presence of God in the world. Our houses are in a way mini temples in which worship is being done daily. What seemed to me as endless, sisyphus house chores, like preparing meals and washing dishes, cleaning the house, laundry, folding, driving my kids, and so on, is in a way a priestly work, taking care of God's temple and a personal respond to his constant call for partnership 
This was like a burning bush revelation to me. Take off your shoes. You are standing in a holy place. Being a holy work, our everyday life should be taken seriously. I should take some time to articulate for myself what kind of spouse do I want to be? What kind of parent? Then I should hold these holy images close to my heart like a prayer and hold myself accountable for my holy practices at home. Through reading this book, I discovered that my vocation began at home. Then I was sent to school to grow and develop. I was guided to read the books that were sent for me, to read for me, and then to teach, to reveal and invoke God's presence, presence and empower others. May God help me and guide me to continue his work on earth. Amen. Let us stand and pray. Gracious God, bless those who teach. Bless those who manage businesses and corporations. Bless those who work with children and young persons. Bless those who work in government. Bless those who work in medicine. Bless those who wait tables, sweep floors, dig ditches, and fight fires. Bless those who labor in mills and factories. Bless those who work with the lonely, the despairing, the alienated within our communities. Bless those who work in gardens and farms, in mines, forests, and fishing grounds. Bless all of us, O Lord, who labor with our hands, who labor with our hearts, who labor with our heads. Receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.